Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. All right. Big thanks to the Trial Bugs for the music and our featured patrons, The Caching Dead New York, Nicole, Udak, The Dig Family, JB Opto, GeoVet91, Nitty Gritsky, E Ray Bowl, Hoffer15, H2SG2, and our new patron, Kevin's to Betsy. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, I love the creativity on the name. I do, I do too. My, mine's not very creative. I love I love somebody's uh uh you know, they just really are they are there's so many great ones out there uh geocaching names uh if you'd like to become a patron head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details patrons get the new famous blackout coin Ooh. oh ryan's looking for his jesse's got his thank you sir oh look his is it like this is like protected and then ryan's, ryan's like Treats his like you know it's it's something of of artwork there that's he's got the old one too but yeah that the the green one is very rare as you know very rare I've got mine somewhere so apparently yeah I, I met Kevin I, I, and it just yeah you you're right they are good people um all right um during um. Uh, Geocaching items during the year, bonus content, uh, invites to special events. We just wrapped one up, but you never know. There might be more on the horizon. You never know. We have a lot of cool things in store for the patrons as well as uh, the the public, everybody. So there's There's always going to be more stuff. (laughs) There's always more stuff. Absolutely. We're always trying to come up with something. Oh, yeah. We've always, we've, we're always brewing something up uh, for the, for, our, for everybody. Um, all right. So 
we got a lot to cover tonight. So let me oh, yeah. welcome welcome my co-host Jesse. Good evening. And let's jump right into show one seventy five as we talk about creating GR art with Ryan Semmel, who's with us tonight. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Good evening. Glad to have you on board tonight. Um, Glad you could take a break from hosting multiple megas and doing all kinds of things to, you know, to, to be on the show for tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on the show without talking about mega tonight. So yeah. Uh, kinda. I mean, it's kind of tied into a mega, but you know, it's yeah. not. Really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We might talk about that at some point a little bit. Yeah. You never know. You never know. You never know where the show's going sometimes. All right, um, some news, quick news. Um, the link is available if you're not able to make the the podcast to Hope, which is on 12 one, mm-hmm. um, show 177 in a couple weeks, uh, the fourth annual podcast to Hope. Uh, if for a reason you or you can wait if you we've got a ton of prizes that night. so if you want to give that night, you know, you may be eligible for. We got, we got a few prizes last year. We have like times fifty this year. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of prizes. Oh uh, yeah, did you see that whole list? Did you take a look at that whole thing it's, yet? Uh, I, I'm saying we just cancel it and keep it all for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's some really cool stuff in there. If I got any other charity I could be on board with that, but <laughs> not with St. Jude. I can't. I yeah, can't I just got another one. Uh, another um, uh, vendor. Uh, who I got, uh, we got worked, we got the details worked out. So yeah. they're, they're going to give uh, a lot of them are giving stuff away. They want to give away one, one an hour for eight, for all eight hours. So that's really cool. Um, but um, yeah, if you, but if you want to give before that, you can um, fundraising.stjude.org forward slash podcast to hope. Uh, it'll be in the show notes and I will get, the show notes up. I need last week's as well. I need to put both this week's and last week's. I don't like to get too far behind, but uh, I'll get the show notes up because tonight's is going to be. Um, In fairness, you have been kind of busy. Do you want to share what you've been busy with? Yeah. Yeah. We've kind of been doing this right here. Oh, that's right. oh look at that. Hey, look at that. Awesome. I had to hide that from Gary because Gary wouldn't have done that if I wouldn't have. That's right. No, okay. All right. I'm sharing. Gary and Susan finished the Texas counties. We did. There we are. Just a little driving. Yeah. I uh, I was talking with Pathfinder 33 today a little bit, and uh, he was asking me, <laughs> like, what what was your favorite part? What 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 you know? What was this? And I told him, you know, I gave him some some things, but. We'll talk more about it later on. It's if it, you it ask is a, today. It's probably your favorite part is probably finishing, but give well, you a couple of weeks to digest it. And then, right. Well, finishing it and uh, really, it's not quite done. Uh, thanks, right. Leslie. You know, yeah, uh, Leslie and and uh, Adam did it. They did. It. I mean, we we really Susan and I figured out we really kind of got started like being serious about it about February. And, um, so, you know, obviously it can be done in, in a, in a short amount of time if you really kind of give it a, a full, full effort, but, um, yeah, a lot of windshield time, but 
Got to see a lot. I mean, uh, both Susan and I are from Texas, so it really kind of means a lot for us to have completed it. Uh, both of us, though, and we've 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 traveled. We we both right. traveled all over Texas before, but let me tell you, when you have to go to every county, um, that's really traveling all over the state. That's really traveling. Yeah. I mean, there are parts of there are parts of of Texas. Obviously, I'd never even been to. There are parts that are remote, as in. You got an offline list. You got no connection anywhere. You're you 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 look at your phone and it says no service. That's it, right? So you, and as I've th- I've told you before, there there are places where we pull up, get the cash, and I kind of look around, you know, and it's like you literally could like lay in the highway, <laughs> and I don't know how long, and not see it. I mean, it was a little spooky. There was a couple times when it's like if we break down. There is nobody, and there is no yeah. signal. I mean, you're out. I mean, that's a little. It's a little unnerving. Yeah. Quick, quick disclaimer: Any kids listening to the show, do not lay in the highway. Is Gary? No. Just <laughs> yeah. Don't recommend this. <laughs> that is not recommended by Geocache Talk. No. Um, and I know you want to get into it more later, but you yeah. have to. You know, I would have to say, if for as long as I've known you, this is the most caching trips I've seen you go on ever has been related to this challenge yeah we we got we got started uh it we we, we you know we, it was something of interest um you know the um, carrot carrot cat that's carrot killer and lady black cat they, they were they did it and got us a little bit excited about it and then uh last year uh pathfinder 33 knows talking to him about it and tom and and a lot of different other people and but the the last straw was David Vickery of Team D&D. We were in um, Seguin at the Texas Challenge. And, you know, I'm hanging around. I like going, We've, you've been you've been to a finisher's event while, while we were there. And um, so I'm standing around. We're about to have the event. And I'm kind of talking about it a little bit. And, um, oh, how much windshield time today? I was like uh, 12 hours. Tom, you know that. We were – we were we were all the way down in Brownsville yesterday, so it's a long way. It's a long travel, but it's talking to travel. yeah, talking to David, and um, he was like, "How long have you been caching?" I go, "Well, we started in 06. and he's like, he gives me this look like David can give, and he's like, "Well, I, I can't believe you haven't finished this thing yet." It's like, uh, yeah, uh, and I know David well enough to, you know. Yeah, I, I know David well enough to take what he's saying. Yeah, he wasn't trying to be mean or anything. He just was having fun with me about it, and apparently he was laughing today because I sent him a I sent a note to he and D, and I said that the bill he <laughs> sent a bill to him for that. But that's funny. He was laughing, but so when once he said that, it was like, all right, it's on now. Yeah, you've challenged. You've thrown it all it takes. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes, right, Jesse? Somebody going that's right. I've done dumber things for a challenge, so <laughs> there's some you get the whole uh yeah, Jesse, I just don't think you can get that five five. I don't think it's possible. You know, nobody's yeah, got yeah. yet. No but, kidding. All right. <sighs> yeah. You know, I've already met my deductible for the year, so it's on. <laughs> right. I've been in the ER enough this year. I can go and do whatever I want now. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you everybody for your your kind comments and and uh it it's it has been a it's been a ride as someone said uh it it, it has it's been it's been 
been been a lot of fun. Looking forward to you know challenges in the future, but uh, I got to finish this one too. We talked about before. Uh, I got to I got to actually fill the paperwork in, so I got to get all that done. That's right. It's an old school challenge where you have to have it verified and all that stuff. Verified number has to be assigned after all that. They got to check everything out. So that's very cool. So yep, it was great, great fun. We had a great time. Oh, can I show the? Can I show a video real quick? Yeah. Let's do that. Because I really think this is cool. Because, you know. An eight-hour podcast. Eight hours straight. In behalf of St. Jude's. Now, for those who don't know, St. Jude's is a children's hospital. Here's the amazing part. Number one, they do amazing work for the kids. But number two, they never bill the family. Literally, a family never gets a bill. They survive through donations. So we are asking, uh, tune into that podcast and just donate to this amazing cause. Your co-hosts for the day are going to be Jesse and uh, Gary. Yes, I thought it was a joke, but it is true. It is Gary, Jesse and Gary. So you guys, December 1st, an eight-hour podcast. Okay, tune in and donate to one of, I believe, the most amazing causes there is out there. Imagine a sick kid, and then you have to worry about money. Not at St. Jude's. Donate. Jerry and Gail do. Bye. That's so, great. Yeah, That's awesome. we, we got a note. Um, we got a note back from him later on um, afterward, and. Um, he said, uh, hey, you guys, I know I went off script. If you would like me to do it again, please let me know. I just really love St. Jude's and wanted to add a little extra begging laugh out loud. So, because um, I think it's perfect. I think it's great. It was perfect. And it's it's good that he did it. So, yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, you give them kind of a, a basic idea. Really, you don't you don't give them a whole lot, but you just. You give him a little bit of info, and he did. He he knocked it out of the park. It was really, uh, really cool to to do that and uh, to have him. Uh, well, and anything we can do to bring more, you know, more people yeah. to to realize what we're doing and for the call for this cause. So this is our time to do something good, and then you know, uh, yeah. after that we can be silly again. Tell D, thanks. Tell David, thank you. I'm, that's great. Oh yeah, they they just missed it. Yeah. Um. So last quick note, I want to get into this because I really because you know uh, we're 14 minutes in and Scott's going to kill me if we don't get started. That's right. Uh, as he calls it, started. We've already started. We started 14 minutes ago. This is all good stuff, Scott. Uh, but we do have a huge. That's a huge announcement. Just had, just the fact that we're able to get um, Jim O'Hare to to do that was great. Um. We're going to do though probably our biggest you'd say it's our biggest announcement we've ever done. Biggest announcement ever. Biggest announcement ever. On Tuesday night, we're going to have a point five show. It'll be a one seventy five point five show. I'll put it out um and we'll start promoting it as well as next week's show uh with the three happy campers. Uh looking forward to that. But yeah, point five show on Tuesday. You know, we, we, we like to not, we avoid, we try to avoid Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays because of other geocaching right. shows or, or the, um, 
the geocaching hour. We don't want to, we don't want to step on their toes, but we had to fit that in because it's huge. It's, it's the biggest thing I think has ever happened in a geocaching podcast. And we love all the podcasts. So we're not trying to be, um, yeah. Cash the line. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest announcement ever. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know we say that a lot because we are always doing something bigger, but this is blows all of them out of the water. So in my opinion, it does. I agree. I agree. Uh, something we won't be able to top for a long time to come. So, all right. Enough of me ranting and raving because oh, tonight... I'm one more news before oh, we start with geo art, and this is—I right. yep. had to tell myself. So, Go ahead. Um, I'm one of those that's lucky enough that I get a lot of the trackable promotions, you know. Right. Well, I've been busy and had a lot of stuff going on outside of geocaching lately. Right. So, I opened my email up this morning and I got a naughty gram. It said, "You have not sent out your turtle trackable. Shame on you. You <laughs> said you were going to do it, <laughs> and that's it's from awesome. geocaching.com." <laughs> They go, you agreed to do it. You need to send it out. It's like, oh, dang. So, you know how in the past they send them out and nobody puts them out? Well, they're yeah. following up on it this time. They're That's like, you awesome. have not activated your trackable yet. Wow. It's like, oops. It's like, <laughs> shame, awesome. shame. I got shame by geocaching.com, so I'm going to activate it this week now. I feel terrible. Throwing shade from geocaching.com. And, you know, I'm always the one that says send those things out. I always do, but this the one got in my way. Life got in my way this time, and I hadn't sent it out yet. I even have the toy for it. Oh, you're all you're like really sad. I just got to send it out, yeah. And I, I just totally forgot, you know. That's awesome. But uh, shame on me. <laughs> but awesome. okay, now we can get started. So if you haven't seen your trackable out, they're watching you. This yeah. Time. Yep. Okay. Um, so this is really going to be the you two guys, and I'm going to kind of chime in and be devil's advocate tonight a little bit. But uh, Ryan and Jesse kind of put their heads together and have come up with, I think a really good plan to explain to people who have, I assume you guys are ready for zero knowledge of zero to I've put out geo art before somewhere in between those probably. Right. This is just, we actually have two different opinions, not opinions. They're because we're not opposed and they're kind of a mix of each other, but two different methods. Right. For uh, (laughs) trackable shame. Um, let's hope that doesn't start as a track uh, hashtag, although that is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> we have different approaches to it, um, right. because there's tons of ways, right? If anybody's done geo art or been involved in it, there's tons of ways. So we're just going to talk about two different kind of styles and ways tonight. Right. Sounds good. But before we get to that, we'll start with, you know, from the very beginning idea to concept, you know, the whole, the whole thing. Sounds so this good. would be for anybody that's ever done it or has never done it. Cool. All right. Well, take it away, you two. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining, too, because uh, I know when I think of yours, I always think of the wagon wheel, but tell us, tell us a little about how you got started with that, even. Well, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit, um, starting with the the planning process of it is one of your biggest things, um, and why are you planning on doing it? Uh, when you look at a GOR, it usually has a theme either from an event or just a local a local reason. So is it? I know the the bombers are near Air Force bases. Um, cool. You you name it. Or up in what's the one you've been putting out all week? The train. Oh yeah, in, the train in Idaho. That is really cool. So I've got a couple of them. I'm going to flash on the screen for the uh, people that are watching the show. Obviously, the audio listeners won't have it, but uh, right. here's one that's. Uh, 
a bear chasing a guy. Yep. A lot of <laughs> a lot of people are really like, where is that? And I I don't know if I could really give a a full answer. I think it's in Australia. Here is uh here's the one that was in Colorado. That was a one from a few years back. We'll mention it later because I was involved in this one. Cool. <laughs> here's one that's I like that one. That one's overseas somewhere. I'm not sure where it is. Right. I like that one. Remember, remember that one for a little bit later when we get yeah. into uh, the next subject. So here's a couple different examples of a couple different ones, and we'll we'll reference these again later. But um, there's that jet. Yep. Um, but so anyway, there's. I mean, you can do you can build some pretty elaborate pictures with it. Yeah, I've, my first one I ever did was actually over in Germany, and it was geocaching forever. I probably have the coin over there somewhere. They actually did coins for completing it. Um, it was like 254 uh, mystery caches. Ah. So, so there are some limits on it though, right? What's that? I, I would suspect that uh, you need to be thinking about what you're doing. Uh, the, <laughs> the agenda would still apply. The agenda rules, so you couldn't push an agenda based on it probably. Um, oh, that's true. You'd ha probably have to be really careful about any trademark logos. Yeah, you, you, do, a, um, you do a swoosh, I think you're going to be. Yeah, you do a swoosh. and um, A lot of people push it when you are looking at a lot of the Star Trek, Star Wars ones that are out there. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, all that. Because you got to remember it's uh, the light, the likeness of is what they come right. out to say on a lot of these things. And basically Luckily, you're okay until you're not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I haven't heard anybody getting a slap on it for it yet. So. I haven't yet, but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't push it. But um, whatever you're doing, think of your art ahead of time. Think of you know whatever logo or art or writing. It can just be words out there too. But definitely think about that because once you start it, you're not going to want to go back and redesign. It's there's a lot of work. You're on the when you're in the very first conception stage, really plan out and. Bounce that idea off somebody else. That image yeah. turned upside down may look like something else. We won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> There's some chances of that happening. You want somebody that, to We have uh, one out here. Couple yeah. We have one out here. Um, it's actually a tulip. But if you go from south to north, flip it over, it looks like a Pac-Man ghost. Oh, Pac-Man. So, uh, so you just got to watch how you make it and everything like that. So Right. Look, she was trying to sneak away without getting caught. Hey, <laughs> she was sneaking around the studio. I like that. Yes, we have lots of guests in the studio sometimes. That's right. Um, yeah, Pac Man. Oh, yeah, that's another likeness, too. But uh, there's a lot there's of stuff actually, out there. There's a lot of geo art out there. And if you want to be inspired by ideas, just get on Facebook or just Google geocaching geo art, and it'll be images for days. Yeah, there's actually a couple Facebook groups out there, also. Yeah, yeah. Um, Usually when a new one comes out, it goes on to those sites. One of the things that well, you guys know we'll talk about tonight, and one thing that I think somebody who I had zero knowledge about GeoArt, and that is something I, and I should have thought about it beforehand, but was how do you get permission to put caches in some of those places? And then I was talking to Ryan when we were in Mingo planning. He was like, they're virtual. You don't you don't have to have that guy's permission. You need to have the permission of where the container is like, oh, they're virtual. What am I thinking? Of course. Now, I guess. Uh, well, and then I was talking with uh, Jeff May about 
he did one i think it was literally physical but that's a lot of work mm -hmm. to try to make the art work physically instead yeah, of if you have a wide open space you can do you know some yeah. you have some if you're doing roads you're obviously gonna have to move them around so right yeah. right right but and that goes actually it's a good segue into the next part that we we're discussing yeah. with the planning process yeah is what types of caches do you want to use um so in the geo arts that you were showing earlier um usually when you think of a gr most of them are gonna be mysteries right that's the one i always think of first because it's easy to place the icon somewhere and then your cache has to be within two miles. Right. So it's very easy to actually do that one. Uh, another one a lot of people do use is um, a traditional if you have a wide open space. So there's right. pros and cons to all of them. Right. Um, of course, the pro to the mystery is the distance. You got plenty of distance to be able to put your actual physical container. Um, with the traditional, you need a big open space. That's why if you notice a lot of your traditional ones are out in the desert areas because you have sure. a lot of open space right. where you can walk to and get to a cache. Um, then you also have the multi, which multi you can, you have to have that physical location at that, um, first location. So what well, are the, uh, the final you mean? Yeah. No, there's different ways to do a multi, but you know, you've got to have stages anyway. Yeah. You have to have at least the two stages in the first one. You can have a, either an actual container or some type of sign to be, have to get some information off of to right. do mm -hmm. a field puzzle or however you want to call it with the multi. So multiple stages, right. But that first one, those coordinates are taking you to that location. Our key. And yeah. also do an intercache. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, that'd be a multi. Oh, that's true. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you haven't right, mentioned no. the actual best cash type yet. I think yeah. it's, and I even was talking with you earlier in the week, the most underrated type for a, for a GOR, <laughs> for, GOR. for a GOR, for a GOR, caching ever, go ahead. <laughs> for a GOR, the one of the most underrated is actually a where I go, because if you keep it set as, as you showed last week. As a play anywhere, I can sit here in Manhattan, Kansas, and solve the cache wherever it is. Mm -hmm. Put it as a correct coordinate and go out and find that geo art. Yeah. As uh, said, I was trying to put him in there. Yeah. Yeah. We both. Well, Eric's got a great one. Uh, and it actually bumps yeah. in, the, in the edge of states to the shape of a bird. And it's a great one. Uh, all of where I goes. Very cool. I got to do that on a trip recently where I ended up at Zach's house and uh, that right. was a great geo art and we'll get into reasons why that was a great one, but there's a lot of things he did. He incorporated it into it that made it a really good one, but he used where I goes and it played really well and letterbox. You can do letterbox yeah. as well. Yeah. How, how to talk a little bit about how Owen mentioned that one from KC for the audio listeners. He mentioned letterbox. How, how just in general would you do, a letterbox. So I've actually been involved in one of those before. Um, you could either do a pin location, just like other ones, right? And then you walk to the final. Okay. Or many letterboxes are just right where they are. You know what I mean? They just have sure. a stamp in them. Okay. A letterbox can be any type of cache. So yeah. we're, we were just talking about the other types of caches. 
any of oh. those are actually can be a letterbox. By definition, oh, yeah. a letterbox, all you need is that stamp in it. Except for where um, I go. If you use a where I go, it's a where I go. Yeah. Because it trumped all other types. See that right there? Wow. The I don't know about that, ones. but uh, um, we need to change that guideline. Oh, look at that. Somebody mentioned uh, Earth caches. I heard. I want to see that. How you would ever make that work? That that'd be oh, awesome. Wow. But that I mean, virtual. Could you imagine? I want to see a virtual made geo art. Oh yeah. There's enough virtuals out there. It could happen right now. You yeah. need a lot of friends who got one of the rewards. Yeah. Oh but my gosh. I know you're not a huge fan of Earth caches, but can you imagine Jesse if you got? Oh, I go for that. I mean, that's a challenge to try. Yeah. To make no, that that person needs to have an award because if you can make it Earth Caches into a, you must it's be in the middle of like, I don't even know where you are to do that. It's like a blob. It's a it's geo art. It's a blob of Earth Caches. It's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you made a perfect circle, though, I'd be impressed with that too. That'd be cool. Even a circle would be good. Yeah, that would be pretty wild. There is, as we talked about before, there is the where I go. Uh, it's in o Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City. I showed that this week mm -hmm. on Twitter, uh, which is a cowboy hat. I thought that was pretty impressive. Actually, a group from uh, Topeka was just down there last week. Kevin's the Betsy was down there. Cool. A couple others were actually down there last week. I had a football game or something going on last week. Uh, yeah. Football. I couldn't go down and do the cowboy hat. So Yeah. Um. But keep going on through the, yeah. the planning. So we're still just in the planning phase of it. Uh, one of the other things where event GR. <laughs> That's somebody that thinks like I do. That uh, would be possible too, though. Oh yeah, no, it ain't gonna. I <laughs> I will give somebody an award. I will. I don't care where in the world you make that happen. I will be there because <laughs> you so are you the best reviewers. You have to put them all in a straight line to call it event stacking. That's right. Oh, right. That'd be funny. Make it look like pancakes. So you can <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, now, look Look how creative these people are. I tell you. Tom, use event caches a fuse to a TNT art. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Our chat room, it's hilarious sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one other thing we got to look at. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Sorry so, about that. Yeah. Is uh, where you want to have it. Um, so when you look at most geo arts, they're either in a big park or area, and the other one is on a big dirt road, back road areas. The, mm -hmm. the actual caches, right? The actual, well, yeah. You you would put the the art over it also because you have to be within two miles. Yeah, right. the actual container. Okay, right. So the container has to be within two miles of most of your types. So if you have a big park in your area that has a lot of trails, it's possible to do. Mm -hmm. Or if you have those back roads, right. that's where you get in some trouble because some of your, as we all know, some of your farmers think they own all the way to that middle line of that road. <laughs> that is a good time to tell a story. Oh, there so. we go. Here is a geo art that was on back roads. Uh, there was a thousand and five caches in this, and it was puzzles, where I goes, letterboxes, traditionals. It was all of them. Um, it was a big, you could see it from the map before even zooming in, right? It was huge. 
right. covered like square mileage the size of like Rhode Island. It was huge. Right. Um, we had a whole committee doing it. We spent nine months working on it. Um, they went out and talked to like the local chamber of commerce. They talked to everybody, got exact permission. These are all public spaces. They put all of those. Well, as Ryan mentioned, not all people believe that public spaces are public spaces. Uh, we had, uh, we actually, the reason why it got closed down was because somebody had a shotgun pulled on them. Oh my God. A farmer pulled a shotgun on somebody because they thought that was their area. So cautionary tale, just because it's public, go ride those roads, go make sure that nobody has their own claim to that or anything else. We, this is a game that we're supposed to have fun with. You don't want people having guns pulled on them. Yeah. Um, and you know, don't do it sight unseen for sure. Drive the roads many times, make sure there's no weird easements, you know, spend some time out there. Um, and Every when you're on the back roads, too, even if permission's not an issue, uh, and you get permission and you talk to the, cause if you're, if you do a geo art, people are coming to it. So right. you need to talk to your local people, maybe even the local, if they're sheriff or city police or whatever, talk to them so they know what's going on. But, uh, also make sure there's a place to park. So if you don't pull off into a farmer's area, right? Right. You're not supposed to be pulling off into people's driveways and all this other stuff. I mean, you're sending hundreds of cars there. So really scout the area out and make sure it's, it's safe for everything, not just permission, but safe for people show, you know, when you do it, people are going to show up. So yeah. if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Well, and they may, and especially when it first comes out, a lot of people are coming. Yeah. That's, that's one thing. A couple of things that we're doing. Ryan's, um, uh, you know, talk about farmer farmer's property. Uh, Mingo for the Mingo event, we're gonna have a lot a lot of people out at that mega. We are gonna provide the farmer. We're gonna put out some fencing for for him, so that he feels comfortable with us. You know, being there and that yeah. kind of thing. Right, right, Ryan. You talk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then we talked to the farmer that don't want to visit. Yeah. Yeah. Then we even are looking at hmm, maybe GeoArt during Mingo Madness. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But what we, but what we look at, and I did the same thing. We talked about. I just saw Tom mention earlier the wagon that we did for Moga. Yep. 2017. So one thing I did was I sent a letter to all the local landowners. Yes. And I did that six, seven months out. Wow, that's good. And, of course, not everyone gets it because you don't know who works that land. Right. Right. But if you send it out and people know about it, you're less likely to have issues. Yep. Not saying you won't have issues, but you're less likely. Well, it's it's always possible when you had a cache or a bunch of caches, right? And that, that's a good time to bring up that if you're wanting to hide some geo art, it doesn't have to be a thousand caches. <laughs> it, a geo art can consist of, you know, 20 Caches and you know you could build a picture with twenty if you wanted to. It doesn't have to always be a huge mega project. It can be like you can scale this to any size. So we need to back up a second. So that's kind of a big big announcement there, Ryan. We're going to do a we're planning a geo art for Mingo Madness. Is that true? Oh, did I say that? You weren't supposed <laughs> to be talking about megas tonight. I don't Man, know that I that that deserves a. <laughs> See, I, I've got to remember to delete that thing. 
you got to take that button away from you. You see, you see what happens when I turn the reins the, that you turn the reins over to me to be the color commentator. I know it's, it's the, terrible. It's terrible. Okay, all right, back back on track. But uh, no, uh, Tom, not correct. But that's an interesting idea. But no, we've got we got something else cool in the plans for. But and that's something that again I I learned a lot being with Ryan as we started work we started working on the Mingo Madness. Uh, geo art it was really cool. I mean, that was that was really neat. So y'all keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, so um, you know, think of your art ahead of time. Uh, scout the area, decide what you want to do, what icon type, where I go, obviously, or the other ones if you want them, and then uh, really, you know, plan that out. Get your permission. Get your team together. You're going to need a team if you're going to make a big one. Um, and then now it's time to to start your planning. So this is where. Myself and Jesse separate a little bit in creating. Um, and, of course, you know, technology, Jesse may get a point for the win for this one due to the fact I spent about eight hours over this week setting up a GeoArt for the week. Well, the computer I set all that up on is the one that's giving us glitches. So we, <laughs> So we may not be able to actually look at all the wonderful work I did, but I did uh, just open up because I actually use Google Earth. Uh, I know there are some people that will use different types of things. So what I did was I can show you a few things uh, on my Google Earth here that yeah. I have on the computer. If you're listening, sorry, I haven't figured out how to show you all of it, but um, let me go ahead and share the screen. Yep. Too much work here. Um, I tell you, all these technical things. Is it that one? No, not that one. Uh, that one kicked me off. I'm trying to see if we'll get back on it here. Give me one second. Okay. Well, but um, actually, Memphis, go ahead and talk about the way that you do it first. Okay. Since, so, you're, since your way of doing it started before technology. <laughs> That's good. Um, so. I've done, I've been involved in a few different geo arts, uh, the big scale ones and some of the smaller ones. Um, what I found out works just as good for me is going old school with it. So what I do is I use three tools that are offline tools. My pencil. Yep. My ruler. Yep. They're matching pink because I stole them from Miley. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Miley, for helping. This. Thank you. Here's my high-tech piece of technology right here. Ooh, check that out. You grid it out. Wow. okay. Yeah. So that's a simple piece of graph paper. Um, and for me, this helps really figure out how I'm going to do, uh, do the art. So what I do is if I find my starting point, so, uh, you know, I've scouted my area. Maybe I've hidden my caches in the area, you know, if, I, if I'm going to do back roads or if I'm going to do trails in a park. I go in and hide them. So I have a list of where all my caches are. Right. And I'll, I'll grid off that area. So like on mine, I started with a coordinate in the bottom right corner. The reason I did that is each section of the graph paper, you can scale it up from there. But uh, I, on mine, I have it go up by 100 each right. time. Right. So like it starts off at west 104, 32, 000, 000. Well, the next one is 100. So I scaled it off like that, both north and west, as I went from, uh, you know, to the left and up on the paper. So now when I do it, I can, uh, 
I draw my, I get my design how I want it on that paper there. Right. And then it's really simple to, uh, so let's say I'm going to build some art that looks like, here's some art. Oh yeah. Hey. So that's, uh, now if I was doing this, I would do it from left to right, but, uh, you could do it depending on where you want to do it. If you want to do east or west, however you want to do it. So each one of those now that crosses any of those lines in there, it's really simple to get right. your coordinates very close to accurate based on that. So if it's in the middle of the line, right. you know, it's a 50 instead of 100. But the good thing with this is I've seen, at least for the, the initial stages, and so I'll put that art on there. I'll go through. And so for the audio listeners, I, I drew out the geocache talk logo. Yep. And wrote geocache talk below it. Now the good thing is, depending on my area, that geocache talk could be, you know, I could scale that down, and I could make that uh, just okay. within a mile. I could make it really close and tight. Or if I didn't like that, I could make that as big as that could be a five mile square radius or more if I wanted to. And all of that is based on how I set it up on my graph paper. So and the other key to that, I guess, is you have to, this is the, I guess my biggest question is at this point, you got to then figure out where your physical is and you got to really keep that in mind. You probably have to constantly check your paper there to make sure that two miles is, you know, you almost look like you can almost make on your grid a separate piece of paper. That's like two Mm -hmm. miles. That's the second list that I do. I keep the actual coordinates on a list. And I keep the other ones on a list. Oh, okay. And uh, I just check the distance between them all before I'm done. But, uh, and then. And yours probably a paper uh, list, isn't it? Do what? And you still use a paper list between the two of them, right? Um, no, actually, I'll use uh, like a, just a Google Excel sheet or whatever. A Google. Okay, sheet. so we're the same on that. Yeah. Um, I just like this part to start off because I can mess with the art, scale it however I want. And then uh, once I get them pretty close. I load up my cache pages. They're empty still, but I load up the the coordinates on the cache pages that I have laid out. And because they're not published cache pages, I can still look at them in Cachely. So then I'll I'll put them in Cachely, see if I like it. If I don't, I'll adjust them. So I've got them live on the map, on the geocaching map, but nobody else can see them, obviously, because they're not published. So then I can go through and adjust and see that I have the art exactly how I like it, that right. it matches my art. Uh, it could be a little tedious for some, but for me, I can really, I can do it. Then I can scale it up. I don't have to go back to Google earth. I can, um, I can scale it up or down on my paper right there and sure. easily make the calculations. Cause I've already got it on graph paper. One thing too, uh, Dusty's bringing up is that without color logo looks like a field goal on an air up mattress. <laughs> um, but he does bring up a good point, And that is you might want to, on that piece of paper there just mm-hmm. is when you start to think about that, you might want to use different log, different cache types. And if you coordinate your cache types correctly, mm-hmm. you might be able to augment or make your geo art look a little better. Like the, the railroad in Idaho, which is a, a very elaborate, but they've got the smoke and the smoke is, is obviously a different color on a map mm-hmm. and they find them all but it's a different look to it because of the fact that those are blue. Um, they used the, uh, the mystery cache versus 
using, you know, you could use traditionals in certain parts because of the Absolutely. Yep. And the way I would do that, if I was going to do it here, um, is I would just use different colored pens to make those, make those marks. And then I can really get an idea because I can do one of these sheets in no right. time. Sure. And I can trash that and throw that away and play with that as much as I want to. And you can get actually really precise on graph paper and just a ruler. You don't need to, you know, you don't have, it's, I know it's not the high tech way, but it's a way that I can scratch and play with the art and do a lot of things that I want to do. Right. Adjust it a lot before I start plugging in the cash pages and, and plugging in cashly. Gotcha. Now, are are you more of an artist though, Jesse? Do you yeah, draw? I can draw. So that does help. Uh, you know, I, I'm able I'm to hand draw a lot of things. I'm a stick figure type person. <laughs> hey, that's good to your art too, a stick figure. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw the running man away from the bear, but I couldn't right. do the bear, so it'd just be the running man. Right. So um, we'll see if um, uh, this computer will work there, Gary, if you want to yeah. pull up the other. It was up, but it's gone now. Can you share the screen again? Yep. And see, this is the bad part about technical uh, issues. <laughs> well, that one, though, is, uh, we looked at earlier. We'll look at it here in a second. But, yeah, that. Uh... But the way, I, the way that I do it is I'm able to. Um, not steal, but utilize anything from the internet. Yep. <laughs> so let's see if it will pull it up here. So I also went with the geocache uh, logo. Yay. Because, right. you know, we're all geocache logo. It's currently not connected, but it's coming up. Okay, that okay. one's up. So now do the share screen on that guy. All right. Yeah, we're working on that. Eric's right. We're yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that my way is better. It's just a different way for people that don't want to use Google Earth or they want to have a different option, or maybe even start off differently, and then they start plugging stuff in once they get their ideas squared away. Yep. So we're just yeah, we're not saying this is not a like a battle show like we normally have. This is a different <laughs> option show. So and it is, um, and there's different options even with Google Earth. Mm -hmm. One you have to get it to actually work. Um, but <laughs> I've seen, I see a lot of videos where they'll sit there and they'll go through. Mm -hmm. And, um, so what I did there was I just went in and imported an image. And when you import an image, one of the benefits that it gives you is, uh, the transparency up on the top. I right. clicked on it. We'll see if it pops up. Yep. See if we can make um, it. Right. There it is. So you can actually make it more transparent. So if you notice, I went to about 50% on the geocache le uh, logo there. And then what I did was I went through and added different points. Right. So you just go through and you add your different points in. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you can do different uh, colors for different things. So I'm going to do a couple just to show you it goes through. And now I'm just going to show all of them in place. And it's going to take a minute because that computer is lagging. That's okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So using Google Earth is cool in the sense that you could then get a really good idea of where. Because you... and one thing I like about it is you can go through, and when you actually go through your different ones, um, you can do. You know that that's on the road, so your traditionals can be on the road. I actually do the art first. 
I actually do it kind of backwards of what uh, Jesse was saying. I do the art first, and then I'm able to fulfill the right caches into that. Yep. Can you uh, blow that up a little bit now that it's fully up? Can you? Yep. Can you zoom in? Zoom in. Keep a keep it going. I think that's what you need to hide from Ingo right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. So Good for that, right? Just yep. slowly working, uh, zooming in there. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's there. You go. That's there's a good shot of it. So, so let's and talk about. Once, this. Yeah, let's talk about this one for a minute. So, the the idea then would be that each of those you're going to obviously make a you're going to make your you're going to make your cash page. Do yep. you? And I, I'm assuming that you guys would let your reviewer know before you do anything else. Yes. This is a GOR. Here's what it is. Kind of work with them a little bit. And then I guess the biggest trick in my in, in is that you gotta really kind of know that this is gonna work. I mean, because you, you're not you don't know until it's published, right? Um, you can see it within that's the good thing about talking to your reviewer um, right. to make sure. First thing I would say, if you're looking at an area, is solve all the puzzles in the area. Oh, true. I've seen I've seen people try to put puzzles out or put small geoarts out, and right in the middle is a final to a, a puzzle. Or yeah. some of your old multis. Some of your old multis would go 50-plus miles. Right. So I would have a multi that started – 50 miles away and actually finishes right in the middle of this park that I want. Um, and one of the other things uh, that I didn't show just because of the computer issue, what I usually do yep. is I will go into whatever you use, either just the regular geocaching.com or even go into GSAC. I'm a GSAC user. Go into sure. GSAC, pull all them in, make a GPX file, and you can pull them up onto Yugur Earth. So you can see if there are caches in the area, and if there's puzzles, make sure you have those finals. <laughs> burnt <Turtles>. Yes, <laughs> that uh, burnt turtles brings up a good idea. You could, uh, if you had a big field, you could hide like a, a sad face, and if right. you went and found them, I mean, like the it would switch over the smiley faces where they actually are. Could right. be a smiley face at the end. Oh yeah, that's true. Sad face to a smiley face on your map. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Leslie brings up a point about a good thing about Cashly is you can you can submit yes. and yeah, that's what and I again do. that's another that's another aspect that we're gonna touch on. Uh, there's so many ways to do it. I I liked also but, I was gonna say real quick is uh what you mentioned the and it's it's something I never I never thought of, but I, I got a kick out of your it's a uh, obviously a real, uh, you know, a real. Um, what am I trying to say? Say it, Gary. Uh, term is uh, which is oh, geographiti. Geo yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you could have geography geographiti in the middle of your geo art, but you yeah, there's not really a lot you can do to stop that either. But no. there's nothing you can do to stop it for one. 
but you want to at least have it clean so you can get that nice Facebook photo before somebody puts a gra uh, graffiti on there. Right. So, right. <laughs> you don't but want yeah, to actually, start uh, in the middle. I assume the other ones, and we have to get somebody to tell us in here because Cashly is what I use, and it's I put my caches on there, and then I can check the art or whatever as I change it, like we're talking about. Right. Well, we, we did ours. Or the other ones would do the same thing. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not sure on those. Yeah. Uh, uh, when we did ours, we used uh, GSAC, and um, I had another person did all the uh, Bianchi's did all that for me. He's a GSAC genius, and he was able to do it all before it was published. So you can actually build the cache pages once you build the cache page. He has macros that can put all the information in. Right. One of the biggest things that you that we made a mistake of is make sure one of the first things written on it, as in any uh, mystery, was the cache is not at the the posted coordinates. Right. right. Because even the wagon went through some private property. Well, it wasn't at the top. It was down down at the bottom that the cache was not in. So we had uh, some people trying to go in the field. So oh, um, wow, that's yeah. a lesson learned for us. Yeah. GSAC, in case people are wondering if they're not familiar with, we refer to GSAC. It's geocaching Swiss Army Knife, dot mm -hmm. See, there's a reason I don't use that system. It's because I don't know how to use that system. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's, yeah. That's why uh, I get old paper. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, before we get off the that topic, though, I do want to mention something too because people who have never talked to their reviewer before, maybe if you let them know what you're doing, even on puzzles, they they obviously are not going to solve a puzzle for you. But I think, at least I know in Texas, if you ask them, say, Yes, I'm wanting to put GeoArt in this area, can you just let me know if there's a puzzle that would be a problem? And they can yeah. check that area and they can tell you. Yes. You'll have a problem. They won't tell you which one. No. Yeah. Yeah. But at least then you can kind of go, okay, well, we need to figure this out. But, but even if there's one and he checks them all, because you'll check them all before they come out. Right. You can just go move that final of that one. Yeah. As long as you keep it within two miles, you're okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's one of the most tedious parts of GOR is actually putting the logos to the page right? Or where you actually have to use your mind more. Uh, one of the other things is once you actually build the cache pages, that's uh -huh. true uh, on GSAC. It's not yeah. available on Mac. It's not. So that's another reason you don't use it, right? That is another reason, yes. Thanks for mentioning the – that's for another yeah, show. That's for another show. Thanks, Curious KDB. Appreciate it. I need, so I, be, I need to not be in the color chair much because I'm way too I, you, you do a better job of get, not getting distracted like I do. I get distracted. <laughs> That's um, why if you notice, I haven't been looking at the chat room tonight because I know no. I get distracted. But the, you know, that's so that's a couple different methods that we're using. Even we're we're starting at the same place and we have a few different methods we're going through now, but that gets you back to the same place. Uh, and the key is that prep work ahead of time, right? Right. Um and, uh, you know, now that you mentioned the geo graffiti, I think we need to do a whole nother show on <laughs> just finding some geo art out there and adding some extra caches to it. No, 
We're on a whole new terrible trend. Oh my, People that would be bad. Had an extra little stick figure chasing through the geoart or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be terrible. But uh, okay, all right. But yeah, then it comes down to probably. So the first one, you actually have to use your mind more with actually creating the logo. For me, one of the hardest parts is actually coming up with the cache pages because mm -hmm. now you're looking at however many caches you have in that geoart. Right. You are now creating that many cache pages. So I know, like I said, I know mine is talking to friends and using GSAC to be able to put the information in, right. but you're still going through and updating the coordinates as the finals for if we I use go old school, I do them all by hand. Do you really? You put them yeah. all in? Now I'll design, a, um, I'll design a good cache page and I'll cut and paste the cache page. Sure. But each of the other ones I do by hand because I do that pretty early in the process. So when we yeah. get to the end, I'm already I've already got a head to start because I put in those coordinates right early on. Uh because I want to see what the pins look like. Yeah. So I, I want to see, you know, the uh that's how I go through Cashly and, and look at my art is with those cache pages. And and we do the same thing with GSAC. Um, it's most of your basic information, or if you ever did the wagon for uh, MOGA, all of our GOR, all you are able to do is open up those pages in mass. So then yeah. you can just go in and paste the GOR or the image that we used for the wagon because the picture had the, the final. And th that's where Eric says, yeah, building 100 plus cash pages is the worst. It is. That's well, where a you know, team it takes time to do it, but it's it's it can come out with a pretty spectacular uh, picture at the end if you do it. But uh, yeah, I was trying to I was going to pull it up, but I I'm not finding it. But I want to I want to talk about it because people can find it and look at it. But something that was very impressive, and we we really can't get into it tonight. That's really for another show. But um, one of the things that. Um, uh, TT02 brought up the other day when we were talking. Uh, TT02 was saying that, you know, check out the one in Texas. And it, it is very impressive the fact that they could build a Longhorn that is. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but r real quickly, something to look at. And that he they created their geo art with challenge caches mm -hmm. that whole longhorn thing for yep. geo woodstock is all challenge caches so i mean that's pretty impressive to create it's one thing to create uh you know cool uh unknowns or <clears throat> or uh, question mark caches however you want to, whatever mystery caches however you want to say it but to create each one each and every one of those was it I mean, those are all individual challenges? Yeah, that was not cut and paste. No, that's not. That's it does crazy. present a different problem though, and that's what uh, was just mentioned. Um, the uh, it, so if you're going to have a mega and you're going to do a geo art for it, and let's right. say one hundred of them, let's right. just, it's an average size geo art, right? It's a hundred of them, right? And you have this is a small mega, so five hundred people come into it. Five hundred. People times a hundred caches all go into your email in a weekend. <laughs> that is a bad idea. So, um, so some people will do it under a group account. Yeah, and then they'll switch them out later and let people own it later. 
Right. However, <laughs> by the rules, if it's a challenge geo art, you have to be qualified for it to put it out. Oh, so you can't do a sock puppet account for that. So you shouldn't be able to do a sock puppet account for that. Right. Now that your viewers may let you for mega, you know, their guidelines, not rules. Right. So you could always ask. Well, but well, that could present a problem for right. you if you're doing challenges because a sock puppet is not going to be uh, qualified for the challenges. Right. Well, one thing that this broad brings up, though, is you might be able to do your GOR as a group, as a team. You can right. bring 12 people together to do something like if you needed to. But um, yeah, uh, Soda Exact brings up an interesting point, which is to try to do, is to, instead of doing it, in that way, how about switching it up and making it into like a fizzy grid thing, which is what he did. So Zach actually did that, and he did it right, too. Okay. So you know that we all know there's some <laughs> bogus fizzies out there. Yes. We don't even get into that. That's, that's you know, that's another no show. show. But no uh, show. if you're going to do a real fizzy and make them actually difficulty in terrain. Right, right, right. You have to do some serious planning. Now that's he did that and he did one where the, you know there's tree climbs and there's you know waiting right. the water and everything else. That's legit. Um but you know if you're gonna stick by the rules, that's that's an extreme amount of planning. So now you're not just putting them along the side of the road. You have to find actual places to put them and and create those difficulty and terrains that are accurate. So that's that's an extreme work of of patience there. Right. I like the TDH rider the hatch fun geo art they ask people if to be willing to maintain after the uh willing to adopt the caches after the first year so the maintenance would be easier to manage that's a really good idea yeah and so, i think that's really smart so you're talking about making a sock puppet account for the different geo arts so as everybody knows i had moga 2017 yep i just pulled open my gmail account which was flint hills at gmail Right. It's, and it is currently because I don't delete emails anyway. If anybody's ever seen my phone, right. it's currently at eighty nine thousand emails. Woo. Yeah, I because, did that for you know, Woodstock fourteener, and I'll never do that again. I made that mistake. <laughs> so, so if you want me to read the email, usually don't send it to the Flint Hills uh, Geocachers <laughs> dot because uh, no email because. Yeah, that one uh, definitely gets full. You can tell when people come into town because that one has the 105 counties, which were all traditionals, mm -hmm. and then 254 geo art ones. Wow. Right. So maintenance. So this is a good time to talk about maintenance of your yeah. geo art, right? That includes the email. Um, you know, so you're supposed to be the email has to exist, so they have to. You know, you're going to get that log, so. Whether you're going to take that GOR, say, say it's 100, you may want to split that to 10 different people afterwards to own them and, and help maintain them. But right. you have to also physically maintain uh, a GOR because you know when somebody comes through to do through a GOR, yeah, anybody that's done a GOR knows it's like a tornado coming through. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, people are coming through fast, high speed, running through. They're not, you know, things get messed up in a GOR. So you have to have a maintenance plan to get out there and and keep it up to speed. You don't want three of your points to go missing and then your art's messed up. Right. And it's important to actually listing, do not find, because 254 caches on a GOR, it's important for a DNF or 
most of mine have my phone number on it. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to go do a GeoArt, I would recommend, especially if it's after the fact, like if it's for an event and it's after the fact, you look at it, nobody's found it in a month or whatever, contact the CO because I've yes. done this. I've done this numerous times. Somebody's contacting me saying, hey, I'm coming the middle of nowhere, Kansas. I want to do your wagon GeoArt. And I also help out with a couple other things in the area. Yes, it is. Full-time job. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and what they do is they say they're coming out. Well, I'll send them out with 15 to 20 bison tubes with fresh logs. And right. about 50 to 100 fresh logs because depending on the last time I did it. Because if they need a new log, they can replace it and go on. And most of your cashers who are going out with those fresh logs like it because they take the old one out, throw it in a baggie and they can already have that sign, put it in the container and keep moving. So, mm -hmm. And that's the thing too. So we're not going to get into the ethics of that right now because that's yeah. from the show. Right. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I to refill. <laughs> to me, that's for another shows tonight. We're, we're hurting. Right. We're really, um, so when you set out a big GR like this, unless they're anchored in place, you got to remember that people play the game differently. Yep. So some people will go out and they'll stop at each one. They will pick it up, sign it, put it back down exactly where it was. Others come through at fast speed, pick it up, throw it back. Others will switch the log and baggie out. Others will leap, not leapfrog, but uh, switch the container. Switch the containers out. They'll pick it yep. up, throw it back down. It'll be a brand new container. It'll be a different container than you hid. I mean, it's there's when you have right. these big things like that, you got to realize that you're creating a numbers run for somebody. Right. Which means they're probably going to come out as a group. Very often, people are going to come out as a group, and they're going to be flying through there. And yeah. once, so, once you saw, and that brings up a good point. Once you saw a GOR, it is now a trail. Yeah, right. it's now a geo trail. It's a numbers True. trail. Yep. And that's what people forget is, oh well, it's my GOR. No, it. Once you solve it, like somebody said earlier, it becomes its own little GOR because it's going to go down road zigzagging all the way yeah. down. Absolutely. So all people are going to do is come out for a numbers run. And like right here in my area with the wagon and the 99 problem, you get people come in and get 400, 500 caches in a day. Right. So it's one of those things in the same way. If you are just going to do that, I've been out to do maintenance on certain stretches of that and found four containers. Right. Because people are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy Hodag was yeah, three cash Monty. <laughs> it's about it's about the way it is. You don't know what it's like. Well, which one is it? Which one is it? Which one? But when you're setting up a geo truck, I mean a geo art, you have to keep that in mind, right? Um, right. And right. If, like let's say it is like we talked about earlier, like it is on back roads, and you know people are going to come out in groups, and these are really back roads, like some of the stuff Gary's been going through in Texas, or sure. some of the stuff like in Colorado. That's good to put on the cash page. Like, this is what the conditions are for these. When you're building that, you know, oh, that's that good, base yeah. log, um, hey, there's no gas out here. Or, oh, yeah. you know, good, yeah. during winter, this gets real dangerous. Or do not pull off the shoulder because you'll be stuck there and you'll be living there. Right. Um, put those conditions on the, you know, when you're writing up, like Eric in the chat room has got uh, on his, if somebody goes and looks at his bird geo art, He's got a really good write-up in his, and it's you know it's it's designed well. It looks real good. Spend some time on that page because you're really just building one, right? Yep. You're probably going to cut and paste them to the other ninety-nine. So 
Hey, make sure that's uh, a good, pretty, pretty page. Hey, Eric, if you're still on too, if you would, if you would put in the chat room at least one of the GCs, that way people can kind of obviously people can go from there. But if they can see one GC code, then maybe they can use that as a reference point. Because, like you said, he does such a great job of mm -hmm. providing the information because. Uh, a lot of times that's what people really are looking for. It's like, well, where can I try to find good info? So I, when I create mine, I can give the correct, you know, give good information. Right. And his is a good example too. So we'll, we'll keep picking on his for a little while. Yeah. Um, his is really good because he had different difficulties and terrains, you know, yep. for his, where it goes. Uh, I don't think the difficulty was different. But I think the terrain was different. Right. Okay. Um, but they were legitimate. So his were all out all over the place or whatever. And we had a rental truck when we were going and finding these and yeah. we were standing on top of the cab of the truck. Don't listen to Hertz. Um, <laughs> Hertz rental car company. We didn't really do that. No, um, really we were driving in ditches. We were doing all kinds of stuff and there's water and stuff because he made his interesting. Right. So yeah. just because it's a GOR doesn't mean it has to end in just a straight down the road geo trail. You can still make interesting hides you can yes. you can you don't lose the rules of geocaching because of it. If you're going to do that, warn people. Let them know and he did a good job too. But let them know, hey, these are not straight down a power. This is not a power trail, right? If it is a power trail, tell them it is. Right. At the end of it, power trail. If it's not, say, hey, this is a little more difficult. You may need some tools for some of these. It's going to take you some time. Because um, his did. It took hours to get out there. Sure. Um, we were late into the night and. You know, well, that's the fun um, part. That's the fun of doing those. Right. You, you know, there's nothing to say that the containers can't be painted up themed. You know, when we originally did our geo art for Colorado, yep. each one of those original containers, which I know that we all knew they were going to be gone in no right. time, had a label of the geo art on the container. Oh, cool. Um, now that didn't last, of course. No, but <laughs> those got moved all over the state. Those, those containers were popping up in caches all over the state, but, uh, there you go, GC7JPNR. So that is Jasmine Puzzle Nature Rating. There you go. GC7 Jasmine Puzzle Nature Rating is the Jeep is the GC code for that. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Um, I think this is Zach. Zach just posted one here. There's his. Uh... So he did a fizzy, 81 of them. Uh, wow. So that's a, that, if you want to keep in mind that you don't, they don't all have to end in a geo trail. You can do a lot of different things in them. Yep. You know, uh, they can, they can be neat containers and fun hides just like that. But just yep. tell them because people are going to be expecting a power trail when they come out there. Yep. Zach's um, GC6JB48. Yeah. Uh, Jasmer B. Uh, uh, bison, Jasmer Bison, forty-eight. Sorry about that. I, had yeah, to I have to get that one on my next trip out to South Carolina. Yep, but uh, you know, know. That, that's a, but that's a really good point, Jesse. Because somebody mentioned this week on Twitter, they're like, "Oh, I don't like GeoArt because it's just boring." Right? Doesn't have, doesn't have to be boring. Don't nope. don't let it be boring. Make it make the containers unique or yeah creative in a sense or or maybe not, maybe not all of them but you could do a mixture yeah like you know? every 10 make a large you yeah. know which is a and good like, extra container I, uh, 
I helped Nebraska with their um, their state star. Yeah. yeah, which is another total subject. Um, yeah. The stars are in each state, mm-hmm. and at the end of each point of their star, they put an ammo can. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome. So, and of course, I had access to ammo cans, so painted them all up with their logo, with the fifty states, and all that. So, yeah, do it where it's something enjoyable because. I'm personally the same way. I'm not a power trail cashier. I don't like going out and just driving down the street. And I will do ET highway once just because it's there. Absolutely. But, but it's not something I enjoy. It's not the style of caching I enjoy personally. Right. But if it's um, one I'm looking at on my list is infernal device. I had a group just go down and do that one in Oklahoma. There's now mm-hmm. a geo art. Yep. So the infernal device geo art, I'm looking forward to it because I was told that um, the final, because he made a final for it, is more interesting than the original Infernal Device Geocache. Oh my gosh! Why? Oh, that would be that would be something because Infernal Geocache is in the is in the two hundred one geocaches defined before you die. So you know that's well, and you know there's all different styles of geocaching. Oh, that book, yeah, that, that's that, that's I got that book. book. That book right there. Yeah. Oh, hey, there we go. There we got that got one too. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but still, that's that's you know, cool. it's just, yeah. It's just one more thing to add to the landscape, right? Because you always want to do different things, and plus, you know, as cashers, we like to check all the blocks, right? So, hiding or finding a geocache is one more block to check. Yep. Uh, the Wisconsin Star had all ammo cans for their yep. points. That's a great idea. like that too. There were some ammo cans, and then the final, you know, you solved all of them, and it gave you yep. the quarter to the final. And the final was like a really cool, painted up, large ammo can with American oh, flag and the Colorado flag and everything on it. It was really neat. Yeah, we're getting ready to do a new Kansas Star one here soon. Because Kansas Star was another one that had uh, people getting guns pulled on them, so they finally just archived it. So we're getting ready. Yeah, to do a you new really one. need to make sure your area is. is is friendly to the the people around it. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, that's for that's for sure. But you know, give it some give it some planning. You know, give it some time to think about. I mean, if you know, if you have the hopefully you have the time ahead of time, plan ahead. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, make it make it fun. You know, like the let's let's you know let's make this comment by this person on Twitter. You know, something of the past where you know GeoArt for whatever reason. He sees it was completely boring. Well, maybe you know, or you know, trail runs aren't necessarily bad either. I mean, I'm not... no. And a small geo trail doesn't have to be. Now, when you're getting up into the two to three hundred, you're going to be going a distance, right? The That's first geo yeah. I was talking about was um, geocaching forever. It wasn't a get in the car and drive. Each right. letter was in its own part, and you parked the car and had to walk each cache. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it it wasn't a driving trail. Right. It's all how you make it. Just think of the kind of caches you like, just like with any geocache. Yeah, you're only limited by your imagination. There's nothing to say that the actual caches couldn't be along uh, a waterway for kayaking. Oh. You can do all kinds of stuff. So, you're you're really – if you find it boring – and you've never seen a good one out there, change that. Right. So find a way to change that and make one that's not boring. Make one that's in the style that you want. Yep. 
So it's just it. like anything in caching. Do what, do it where you would enjoy it. Just because you own it, do it how you would want to go find it, even though you yeah. won't be able to claim it. Right. You know, you can do all kinds of stuff. Hang them off the side of a mountain, put them in the water, just make them scuba. There could be a scuba geo art. I mean, you could do. <laughs> That'd be wild. Hey, you could do traditionals then, right? You just put them all in the bottom of a lake somewhere. Um, you know, yeah, that's Scott said it perfect right there. Yep. I yep. like to find. I like it. I like that. You know, we we're just talking about how to do a art. What to do is totally up to your imagination. You yeah. can do anything you want to. And if there's nothing creative out there, put something creative out there. If, yeah. if you're into it, it's absolutely available. There's land. We haven't taken up all the spots yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Dave, a good point. Be nice to have a list of GORs. If if we if somebody knows of a list, I'm looking for it now. Oh, okay, cool. So I know there are a few bookmark lists that'll bookmark like one, like the number one oh, GORs out there on okay, yeah. I don't know of a comprehensive list of all of them though. No, there's, a, there's a website that has contacted me with uh, the megas that oh. they actually keep a list of them all. I'm trying to find oh. that website now. Okay. We'll all put right. a link to those in our uh, resources if we can then. Yeah. And uh, uh, Dave, we'll put that also. If we find it, we can put it in the show notes, but um, okay. Where are we at? I'm, uh, I could still, I could have fun all night, but no, I know, but so, in charge of this. Yeah. One, so. <laughs> the big thing is take some time planning, get some people to help you. Um, Come oh, up with your image idea that you're doing. Settle yep. on that really good. Pass it around. Make sure, you know, the people like it. And there's no like, oh, that actually looks like a something else. Make yeah. sure you have a if you're doing a creative image, it's not a logo. Um, yeah, that's good. And then really think through the type of cache. Don't limit yourself on the type of caches that you're putting out there. I know everybody's thinking, I just want to do where I go because they're the best. But you can do all kinds of cache types. Where'd that come um, from? Is that somewhere? I, I don't see that um, comment anywhere. And then it, whether you're using the old school way or the new school, you know, like the, the high tech way or whatever other way, because there's tons of ways to sure. do the actual planning. Right. Um, plan, replan, but really, you know, get permission, check the area, make yeah. multiple trips to see if you're drawing attention day and night to the area. Yeah. Check what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, work with your reviewer ahead of time. And then don't limit yourself like, you know, oh, that's a boring power trail. Don't make it one. Yeah. I like Something it. totally different. You know, make them all up in trees or make, you know, in the water or make them, you know, you get there and you got to solve another puzzle when you get there to open the container. Who knows? It could be anything. Yeah. Um, you're, you're only limited by your imagination and patience when it comes to this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we have? Do you want to do? You ready to do final thoughts, or is that your final thought? Yeah. Final yes. Thought? Or we'll just keep talking about this all night, right? Okay. <laughs> Ryan, what are you? What is your final thought? I think Jesse actually summed it up pretty well. Just yeah, he did. Go through it um, and ask for help because I know personally when it comes to GSAC and other programs that are out there, and I learned something new this week with, um, and I use Cashly about having the unlisted publishers out mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Ask other people who set them up because everybody finds something different. Um, I'll be contacting Eric here soon. Probably also contact Sodak Zach and anybody who's done a lot of these geo arts because 
times change. Some of the programs that I used two years ago are no longer out there. Mm -hmm. uh, GSAC has cut back on some of their macros. Right. So ask for help because some of these people had the macro, but they don't have it shared. They use it personally. And maybe they can share it with you type things. So never be afraid to ask for help. Like you said, get a team, get a bunch of people to do it because it's a long process. Yeah. Yeah. Very it, good. It can be a really fun process and it's always neat to be a part of something. Even if you're not spearheading it, other people may want to spearhead the group, get involved and have fun with it and see what it's like behind the scenes of it. It always helps to have that behind the scenes knowledge of these things. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like you said, maybe, you know, like maybe a, a little group uh, would be best, would be better because maybe somebody doing the containers might do a better job of that part where you might be better at the planning uh, of the geo art, or you might be better at the planning of the physical container locations or anything like that. So there's always the possibilities for that. So, mm -hmm. all right. Um, Lots of cool stuff, guys. You did. You guys did great tonight. Maybe we'll have some updates on this as that yeah. new one shows up in Kansas. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, wait. How about new that? one in Kansas? What? Oh, Ooh. maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe not. Who knows? Uh, all right. Well, uh, so uh, as I mentioned before, uh, 175.5 will be Tuesday. Uh, I'll get the information out for everybody to know, but just plan Tuesday night to to uh, – Hop on our show that night. Keep an eye out for that uh, because we got major announcements that night. So major, major, major. So we're looking forward to giving that information. Can I give it now? Is it, can I just do it? Sure. Do you know you want to? <laughs> no, I can't do that. It's. I tell you what, it's so big. Even I would not want to do it till till Tuesday because it's right, incredible. right. Um. So, um, but then Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Then Sunday, next Sunday, uh, we've got the three happy campers will be on the show for show 176. Looking forward to that. We had mm -hmm. uh, some great talks uh, at the Vlogger Summit last year and looking forward to uh, having them on the show and talking a little bit about uh, Tennessee caching. And uh, so I want to get the word out to uh, everybody in Tennessee. We're going to talk about that area a little bit and we'll talk a little bit about maybe you're interested in doing vlogs this is uh you know a husband wife couple a husband and wife couple husband and wife who are a couple so <laughs> better maybe but uh you know something different uh and that's what we try to do every week is give you a little bit different show uh looking forward to that that'll be fun and of course in two weeks 12 1 it's the big day it's the fourth annual podcast of hope. We are going to raise at least $5,000, if not more for St. Jude. Yes. Five, five thousand uh, dollars. We got a ton of cool things to give away to our uh, donors and more to come on that, but just plan on being on being along for that. Somebody asked me the other day when it is, it is from 4 p.m. to midnight on December 1st, and that is Central Standard Time. Mm -hmm. So convert that into your own time zone, please. But 
We are going to have eight incredible shows. We always have great people on. Uh, we will go over the list of people on later, but trust me, uh, they're going to be fabulous shows this year. So uh, that is in two weeks. And in three weeks, oh, thanks, Hodag. Yeah, been plugging the podcast. I appreciate that. Yeah, anybody that can plug it, plug it. We're trying to – this is the one yeah. time we really need to spread the spread the word. and Absolutely. This, yeah, if, and that's something, too, that I just want to mention real fast is if you um, – tend to just like our tweets. Uh, if you would, uh, please um, do uh, instead, if you would retweet during, if you ever see a, uh, a um, uh, one of our tweets about, uh, oh, there you are. There it is. Geo, going, oh yeah. Uh, Geocachingcentral.com. Yeah. Deadliest Cachers helps with that. Uh, does that. Slash geoart. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So there it is, in the sh- and we'll put that in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Scott mentioned about the happy campers. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, in, in in three weeks, as we wrap up tonight, I want to mention in three weeks, Kitty Catch is going to be on the show. Kitty Catch lives in Australia, and um, we're going to talk about her recent trip to Europe and get some ideas. She has some great ideas of what she used to plan her geocaching in all those various uh, countries in, in, in that continent. So um, she's going to give us a lot of cool tips on what to do. Uh, even we'll be able to use them in whatever country you live in. So looking forward to Kitty Catch being on the show. That's going to be a lot of fun to do. So, all right. I think we are set. Let me do my do our outro. Here we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.